0: is the main satellite the main satellite you motherfuckers hear that the main satellite.
1: dear listener dear listener welcome back to the main you know who this is by now. The man of many names. Tamarcus. Tamarcus Prime. The Black Panther. The Black Skull. Darth Mark. You can address me by <laughs> any one of them names. You can address me by any one of them. But when you do put some respect on it.
2: <laughs> I'm getting on comfortable in
1: this motherfucker,
2: man. Put some respect on his name.
0: Yeah, yeah. When you do, put some bass in that piss.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're here with the usual suspects and uh, we'll let them introduce themselves.
0: My name is Brody. I am uh, from Goldsboro, North Carolina. I live in Winston Salem, North Carolina, and, uh, and I'm happy to be a part of the main satellite. Looking forward to today's. Uh, well, tonight's show, today, tonight, depending on when you're listening to it, just excited to get it going. Feel pretty good. Yeah. So um, you know who it is. I ain't going to say where I'm from, because it don't
2: even matter where I'm from. It's where I'm at. I'm at the main satellite. You it's too. your boy, Big dub Next thing you know, I'm the scholar for the dollar, because all my thoughts make sense.
3: <laughs> it's boy, J. Groove, man. We in here, main satellite. Let's
1: go. Yeah, yeah. That's right. What's the topic for tonight?
0: Right. So the topic for tonight, um, by way of the main satellite, um, we're going to talk about uh, men's health. Now, that means uh, what we, as Black men, uh, and those of of us in this group at the moment are either 40 or over. So we are very swiftly approaching middle age. And I want to talk about, um, and it'll be here before we know it like that, you know, if we to live um, so long, if we live decent lives, long lives. And I wanna talk about what it is that we as black men, men in particular, men, but black men in particular can do to see to our overall uh, good health. Um, I wanna talk about um, uh, uh, physical fitness, which, you know, what we can do to uh, attain and maintain uh, decent physical health and diet We're going to talk too much about that because we've covered those things briefly, but we can't discuss them. I want to talk about stress relievers, or rather we are going to talk about stress relievers and the bridge between psychological health and physical health. I want to talk about stressors. We can talk about vitamins, uh, supplements, annual physicals, things of that nature, prostate exams, medications, et cetera, you name it. And if there's- the whole gamut and if there's enough time if we don't uh uh, run that into the ground uh we can talk about uh the COVID 19 situation since that's, that's there were so many of us who died of COVID 19 in the black community in america we can talk about cautionary tales what we did to prevent what we did what we did in terms of preventative measures and what we are still doing now how we feel about how it impacted us how it's still impacting us those who are deniers those who are you know, we can talk about COVID-19 in terms of how it's impacted the Black community. But first and foremost, uh, we're gonna discuss men's health and in particular, Black men's health. Yeah. Good stuff, good stuff. I like that. Yes, sir. What are you thinking, Wayne? How do you you visualize your health, good health, continue good health? What do you do? How do you feel about it?
2: I mean, you know, I'm
0: glad you're talking about
2: this, you know what I'm saying, especially being Black. I view my health as is, is something that I, I try to take as seriously as possible. I mean, I don't, I don't overkill, you know, I do. I ain't gonna lie, I do find myself uh, being more uh, health conscious and more physical, active conscious in certain times of my life. And like you said, I think that kind of bounces back and forth a little bit with, um, you know, um, my mental state. You know, a lot of times when I find myself kind of in a slump mentally, if I'm going through something, you know, I, I hit the gym extra hard, you know what I'm saying? I, mm-hmm. I try to eradicate <laughs> those thoughts and feelings out of my mind by just, just, you know what I'm saying? Just taking it out on the iron or taking it out on the pavement, you know? So um, I do try to try to keep myself um, healthy as possible. Because, you know, I look at it, it's not for me that's the way I look at it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I got a child, you know, I say I got loved ones. So the, the healthier I am, the longer I can stay around for them. Mm-hmm. And the less that um they'll have to, um, that the less I may be a burden for them down the road. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to ask my my daughter to make sure she got a a, a wheelchair ramp access to her new home you know what i'm saying (laughs) because i can't make it up uh two or three steps you know what i mean so the the healthier i am the less of a burden i think i'll be for for those those that i care about
0: Mm -hmm. mark what do you think about that And, and your physical fitness and what you do on a consistent basis as related to your not only your current health but your health later on down the line overall health
1: yeah i i think it's very important personally um and for us as black men to find a balance uh, with uh, physical activity and uh, mental uh, health, all that um, I think it's very important. Uh, I try to work out regularly I try to try to eat um, a, a nutritious diet I' ain't gonna say I ain't gonna say i well I just said it. I just I was gonna say I ain't gonna say the word diet, but I just said it. But I just try to eat well. Mm-hmm. Um when people hear diet, they think of um pretty much starving themselves. Yeah. Um I just try negative to eat, stuff. Yeah, negative stuff, a lot of negative stuff, but it ain't all about that. It's all it's all about finding balance in that also. Um mm-hmm. and what you eat. Um I think it's very important. Things I do to physically to um keep myself up as you know like Wayne said I hit the pavement you know what I'm saying I like to run I like to uh you know lift weights lightweight um uh, yeah that's pretty much it
2: mm-hmm. yeah so about the lightweight mark I know you mm-hmm. you've never really been I, I kind of think uh we have the same kind of gym mindset, like I've never known you to be like you know what I'm saying, come spot me on the bench, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> like you've never been kind of like rack em, stack them, where the forty fives that type of dude, so like mm-hmm. why is that though
1: uh it's just for one i i just don't really i just don't really like it um just to tell the truth um but I don't, I don't want to get bulky either. I know that, that lifting heavy doesn't mean that you're going to necessarily get bulky, but I don't like, you know, lifting, (laughs) I don't like doing like one rep or four to five reps. You know, I like high reps. Um, I like, I like my endurance to be pretty high and I try to keep it high. Um, so yeah, I just don't really, don't really get into lifting heavy. It's just a preference. Gotcha yeah
2: i know that's different from jay i know jay he's he's the powerhouse he like
3: the i was man. he like
2: to, he like to go hard on it like dang think, bro how much you gonna live
3: yeah man yeah I, I think that started off with uh you know being around an older guy when i was overseas and uh he was older man he he he's the one that really introduced me to the gym you know he, he'd uh you know he wake me up before everybody else got up in the morning you know we you know, it was, it was really something like that's a pastime, really. It started off as a pastime. Um, you know, being the nature of the job that I had, you know, we we were always expected to uh you know be able to keep up our physical fitness. So running was something that we always did, but the weightlifting was something that uh, I had got introduced for him. And uh now it's become just something that's just been uh something that just builds confidence for me, actually. You know, it, I feel like when you when you when you feel good. Uh, when you look good you feel good you know mm-hmm. uh, and you know just as we are getting older you know I, I can definitely uh i'm just trying to you know keep up with the younger guys now <laughs> you know what i'm saying i'm trying to make sure that you know, i can stay as youthful as possible yeah. and i know by doing that you know that requires you know good diet you know trying to um you know mark like he said you know diet just sounds like when you say diet people they they, they tend to frown because they, they think you have to stick to a certain you got to eat certain food you know it's, it's just about Trying to choose healthier options, uh, you know. I like to, you know, give. I don't want to say a shout out, you know, but um, you know, I have a family member that just recently had a stroke, and uh, he's not too much older than me. So, you know, that really kind of opened my eyes, you know, to a lot. Because um, when I when I look at him, you know, I, I see myself. You know, mm-hmm. I, I feel like you know we. Mm-hmm we both kind of live the same kind of lifestyle. You know, I, I see him as somebody that was just overweight. He wasn't somebody that um, smoked and drank every day. I mean, not any more than anybody else that I hung out with. And to see that happen is just, you know, cardiovascular disease and, you know, trying to keep up the physical fitness. It's, it's, it's a real thing, you know, especially mm. with the, you know, the black community. Um, Our diet, I feel like it really has a lot to do with it. Um, That and just stressors. So I just try to, you know, balance, try to have a good work and life balance. I try to, you know, keep work at work, keep that stress there, try to keep my cortisol levels down, try to, you know, keep (laughs) good relationships. And Mm. uh, I feel like that's very important. You know, keeping keeping good energy, keeping good people around you. Um, I feel like stress and diet, they go hand in hand Mm -hmm. and those two things are silent killers Mm -hmm. coupled with their cardiovascular disease. So, um, so yeah, you know, drink your water, (laughs) you know, and try to, you know, do something that you enjoy doing every day. I I can't even remember the quote, but, um, it it was somebody that mentioned, uh, you know, find something in your life that you could do that makes you stronger. I can't, I have to look up the quote, but um, <laughs> just, just doing something, you know, every day to, you know, try to push some type of physical activity. Um, went and did a checkup probably about a year ago, you know, everything was good. Um, mm-hmm. At that point, the doctor, you know, they, they do the height, they do the weight. Mm-hmm. They say, okay, you're, you're, you're 70 inches. Okay. So at your height, you're supposed to be in this range, you know, weight wise, to measure your fat content you know, and he was like, you know, you're, you're almost obese, <laughs> you know, this was probably about a year ago. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, this was just, um, you know, lifting heavy, you know, wasn't really, I guess putting a lot of emphasis on my cardio. It was just mm-hmm. a lot of weight lifting, and, you know, I can go out there and play basketball and do things like that. But, uh, yeah, you know, just keeping that in mind, you know, trying to get mean and <laughs> slim and what do they call it? Lean and mean,
0: these mm-hmm, days, man, mm-hmm.
3: really, I, I feel like I've been feeling a lot better, you know, running and skipping rope. I feel like I, I don't feel it in my joints like I used to, mm-hmm. you know, all that banging and up and down, all that impact. So, you know, changing my workouts, um, I feel like I can go just as hard, but um, it's being smarter. <laughs> Get yeah. older, you know, it's like, you know, working smarter, not harder these days. Yeah.
0: Um, well, first I want to tell you, um, I'm, we're all sorry to hear about your loved one who's had the stroke. Um, are things looking, looking, are they looking up for the, for this person?
3: Yeah, um, they're, <clears throat> they're going through physical therapy right now. Mm-hmm. Um, when I first went to go visit him, he was having trouble. He can't speak right now. He can't speak, mm-hmm. but, uh, it, they're trying to build his cognitive functions. Uh, mm-hmm. you, you give him some paper and a pencil, you know, he can write down mm-hmm. things so that, you know, that's that's good. But, uh, you know, he's not out the dark yet. You know, he's still yeah. got a long way to go. But, uh, yeah. but you know, um, he's doing better. Good. He's doing better. You know, time and um, time will get him there.
0: That's right. We're, we're all sending good, good vibes this way, man. We're all sending great vibes his way. Those of us who pray are praying for him. Those who don't are doing it anyhow. Um, in terms of uh, physical fitness, for me, um, I, I've yo-yoed for years. Um, when I went into basic, I came out, and I wasn't in the military for long at all, but I came out of the military, and I was pretty good on you know, jogging, and swimming is my big thing, or it used to be my big thing. It's a whole body workout. You feel great after you did it that sort of thing. And then for some years after that, I ate whatever I wanted. And I've always been pretty active physically. You know, I've always done a lot of walking, always done a good deal of jogging. Always, uh, it helps having not had a car of my own for most of my life because it's forced me to use Pat and Charlie to do what it is that I need to do. So that's one of the reasons why I'm, uh, one of the reasons that I've never really been what I would call, well, I have been what I call call a burly of a large man but I've never been super morbidly obese. And the reason, I think the reason behind that is because I'm a naturally active person. I move around a lot and all of that, but I'm also also a person who's always walked and jogged and run sometimes, but I yo-yo, I go up and down. So um, for instance, during this quarantine and I know that some of you guys can relate. Uh, I know I certainly feel it. people who are listening, (laughs) uh, guys and gals, gals can relate to what's happened over the last year and a half. I got bigger during this quarantine because I worked from home than I had been in years. And it was obvious. So I had dreads and I didn't realize how big my face got. But when I cut those dreads off and it went framing my face, I'm like, oh man, you are uh, well and truly a burly. And you've probably been this way for a while. So sitting on my ass, eating and snacking and and just doing all of those things. So um, this past March, March the 9th, I have a dog uh, Nova, and she has to be walked every day. We jog sometimes together, so that's one thing that kept me, you know, out and about. You know, beyond me being just a a person who walks and all of those who's out and about a lot, you know. But I started doing with jogging and running and walking, speed walking with intention on the ninth of this past March, and I was two hundred and thirty nine, two hundred and forty pounds. I am now two oh two. So, and I, I really, really went the uh, work. Yeah, man, I I, I I was, the last time I did this some years ago, I kept it up for five years and I was a little bit obsessive. I would be called obsessive. I remember my brother, Jamie, used to call me obsessive a lot. A few other people called me obsessive and I'm sure that I was. Um, so when I get into something like this, you get that workout high, you start feeling good and y'all all know how it is, you know. But anyway, um, I lost a lot of weight uh, here recently over the last couple of months. And it's funny what it is. You mentioned a moment ago, Jay, because, uh, you know, My mama, I was talking to my mama earlier today, and she was telling me she was on her way someplace, and she hopped on a bus to go there. And uh, when she was getting off the bus, she saw a woman who was 15 years her junior. Now, my mama is 69 years old. She saw a woman who was 15 years her junior, who she knew, and uh, she had had a stroke, pretty bad stroke. And she had groceries, and she had a hard time getting off the bus. And she said she felt so bad for us, So she had to get her groceries and they got the bus and everything by like that. And she said, she never knew, she knew who this woman was, never known her to be a smoker, never known her to be that, that big in a way of drinking or other, you know, what we might consider casually unhealthy behaviors, but she had a, a stroke. And she said to me, we were speaking about this morning. She said, that was me. Like, that was me. Like, but for one of a stroke of luck, but for one of my activities, but for one of my diet, but for one of just maybe even maybe just genetics that was me you you don't think about she said you don't think about younger people having strokes that often but it does happen she said she uh came across someone maybe a year or two ago was 25 years old and he was not an overweight guy right he was not a person who engaged in a load of vices as far as she could see but he had had a stroke as well so it's very very important it's just funny that you mentioned it uh jay um it's very important that we are attentive when it comes to diet when it comes to what we what we take in, drinking, smoking, both of those things are things that I do. Um, and also, uh, like you were saying a moment ago, Jason, like stress is like maybe the biggest of a lot, you know, stress and diet for sure. these those other things will contribute to high blood pressure and cardiovascular disease, but stressors, oh man, they're, they're really something. heart attacks, strokes, you know, mental breaks and things of that nature. so. Um, I'm more, in, I'm more, I'm, I, I do what I do now, uh, with more intention. I really, really do because, uh, we are, I read, uh, years and years ago, I read, uh, I think it might've been, uh, Misery by Stephen King. And, uh, one of his characters says that when he hit the age of 39, 40, he knew he was wading into heart attack country, country. Mm. And when I read that I was maybe 14 years old, 13 years old. And it was funny to me then. But every year, periodically, I reread that novel, and every Mm. year it gets less funny. Heart Mm. attack country is a real place that you stroll into, Mm. whatever your age. Mm -hmm. You know, if you get up and get up an age, whatever your diet is, because even if you have a great diet or you work out, you're dealing with stressors. If you're not dealing with stressors, you have uh, vices that you may well engage in. So, and then there's genetics, there there are genetic uh, components and aspects to consider as well. So, um, I do what I do, as we were all, as you all, all you guys were saying a moment ago, with intent. And however I feel during the course of the day, I have small weights here. So I do those every other day. I used to do them every day. Now it's every other day, but I walk or jog. I rarely run now every single day because it is important and you don't have to be a great big tent of a person to uh, have a stroke or heart attack or to be afflicted uh, with or by hypertension. It's extremely important. I just went off on a tangent to y'all, but I'm, mm-hmm. I, I do understand. Yeah, I, I do understand that.
3: I love it, it's like, it's like, that's your time, you know, when you're out there, you know, it's like you're, you're making deposits, you know, for your mm-hmm. future self.
0: You know, mm-hmm. you're, you're doing
3: something today that your future self will thank you for. That's right. You know what I'm saying? So- That's right. Absolutely. That's my time where I'm just like, I'm, I'm dead to the world. Don't don't talk to me, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that know me, they know Yeah. Me. during this time. If I ain't answering, what I'm doing. Do not disturb. Right, right, right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like a a check in the box. You know, when you get that done, you know, yeah, Yeah. Yeah. And
0: you feel, you know, it is, it is. I'm sorry, I was just gonna say, you just feel, you feel that you've accomplished something too. Like it feels like you have done something, even if you haven't worked on that day or you don't have any other important engagements to attend to. Excuse me, you feel like you've actually accomplished something today, like you've done something good, and you can go to bed feeling good or move on to work feeling good or eat feeling good or whatever that's something that counts and that's a big aspect of it um keeping you motivated and keeping you into it right mhm
2: so like speaking on the motivation piece like you know i, I you know it, it's different for everybody but i think uh we may have some common understanding as as brothers or whatever like i'm just curious to know um like let's say you, you have somebody or, you know, somebody fairly familiar or not even familiar that much. You're just aware that, you know, you guys are acquaintances or whatever the case, like what, what approach do you think you can take, or should you even take an approach to inform them about your concerns for their health? Like Mark, like what, Mark, what would you say to somebody who you were like, man, they health ain't looking too good, whether it's, I mean, not even just like a weight aspect. I mean, cause you know, I also, you know, I'd like to throw out there, you know, like, what is your, your first identifier for your, for your, for your health when you feel as though your health is not up the park. So like Mark, like what, what would you say to somebody if you were like, man, you know, you ain't looking too good or like, how, how would you approach that? Or would you even feel comfortable telling that person that?
1: Uh, I wouldn't say shit. I wouldn't say a damn thing. Like I've tried that before. I've tried mm-hmm. um, being concerned about other people's health, physical health and, and mental health. You know, they, they may agree with you at the time. Like, yeah, I need to damn start doing this and start doing that. They may even start doing something, but right. it doesn't last. It has to be, uh, they have to be personally motivated. And right. the, I find that kind of frustrating. So I don't even say, I don't even, I don't even say anything no more. You know, they, they gotta, they gotta have to want to make some changes, some lifestyle changes before yeah. they do, before they do something that sticks.
2: So do you, do you find it, it's, it's more frustrating to you or do you find it, like uh like if i was to think about what you were saying i I probably think like okay either this person don't think i'm serious or they really don't think i care or they really don't think i what i'm what i'm talking i know what i'm talking about like do you have a feeling about them like yeah i'm gonna do it and then you know that the first day they 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 said they supposed to meet you at the park they don't show up or or you know that after that that um second week you'd be like how's your um how's your fitness going? And they're like, Oh, what, what, what fitness? You know what I'm saying? Like, do you take it, do you take it personal or or like, is it kind of like, it is what it is?
1: I've, I've taken it. um, I've taken offense to it personally at times. And other times I'm, I'm like, yeah, it is what it is. You know, I I don't know what it's going to take for them to start taking it serious for themselves um, but yeah I, I have taken it personally at times because you know i sometimes I've had people come to me and want to you know work out with me or or mm-hmm. want, want me to, to put together something for them that they can get started on I've done mm-hmm. I've done those things and you know a lot of people uh, haven't followed through you know, like like you said, like you you may they may you may set up a, a a meeting date and a meeting time. Like, yeah, let's meet at a park or let's meet at a gym or let's go outside or some something around this time. And then you know they come up with some excuse or they you know might not be a no show. I've had it all happen. You know, yeah, with various people and yeah, sometimes I have taken it personally and I'm like, you just 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 wasting my motherfucking time. I, you know like
2: but <laughs> so you think they're you think they're they're not ready to face the truth or are they in denial about the truth Do they you think not... that person is, is like yeah i know i need to do it but uh, or think... is it kind of like it's not that bad i mean it's not like i can't walk up a flight of stairs so obviously it's not that bad like
1: yeah and i think a lot of people are in denial about the truth yeah. um yeah are really in denial. I know it sounds bad for me to say, like, I ain't going to try to get somebody to jump on board and do something about it. It's going to just take some personal motivation. Something inside them has to say, I want to make, make a change. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, I'll say, I'll answer that question too, Wayne. I don't have a yeah, lot of, of people uh, approaching me to want to work out. Now, when I was... Deep into working out every day, the gym three and a half, four hours a day, Monday through Saturday and Sunday if I felt up to it. Um, there were people that I would take to the gym with me. They'd say, "Well, we see how your body's developing, or we see how your what your what your what your endurance is doing. What's happening with your endurance is increasing or whatever." They would notice these changes that were occurring every day. But I wasn't one of those individuals who stared in the mirror all day long. So I wasn't seeing them, but other people would see them, and so. I had roommates that I would who would want to come to the gym, um, uh, siblings who want to come to the gym, friends who want to come to the gym, uh, lovers who want to come to the gym with me. And we'd get out there and they would do what they could to keep up. And a lot of times they would keep up. And this is no ego fucking boosting for myself, but this is something that I did every single day, five, six days a week, if not all seven. And so yeah. I would never take it uh, personally. When they when they weren't able to commit to something that they said that they want to do. Um, but I think that's because I never took I would never take it seriously when they would tell me, well, this is what it is that I want to do, and I'm gonna do this with you. And maybe you can help me with it, maybe you can motivate women, motivate me with it. So the only way that I would be able to take something like that seriously, or I was able to take it seriously, is if you continue to show every single day, or if we were deciding we wanted to get together. Um, he would show up and you know, things happen in life. You have, uh, you're detained by certain things, work or family members or significant others, children. I get all of that, but whenever it became a habit, that's what would keep me from being frustrated because I never took it seriously anyhow, if that makes any sense to you. So I would take it as seriously as I could on a day-to-day basis. But the instant, gotcha. it, stopped, the instant it stopped happening, well, I'm like, well, I'm not disappointed because they're not here and now it's right. a consistent thing. So I'm gonna keep doing what it is that I do. These days, I can't say that I'm that big of a buff, that uh, physical fitness buff. I mean, I do what it is that I do every day, right? But I can't say that anyone's coming to me or asking me. I've had, no, that's not true. I've had coworkers and friends now say, well, I see what it is you're doing. Because I post my uh, progress sometimes online. And they'll say, uh, I've had it said to me here recently, well, I want to come and run with you or come and jog with you, or I wanna lift those weights with you or whatever. And I always say, the door is open, we can meet someplace, you can come here, I can come to you, whatever. But it hasn't happened yet over the last six months. It hasn't happened yet. So it always, it'll be on the cusp of happening and then it won't happen. So I don't take it personally because I don't take it that seriously. To tell you the truth, I don't even take it that seriously when I do it. So the only way that I, I can take it seriously, I for it to be a thing, right? But I know that I'm fallible. I know I can be lazy. I know I can fail. So, like Jason was saying earlier, when I get back into it the very next day, I'm like, "Oh shit, yeah, man! I just I succeeded again today. I did it again today. And tomorrow, I'm gonna have a go at doing it tomorrow. And most of the times it'll happen. Sometimes it won't. It happens more often than it doesn't. So I, I don't. Um, when it comes to motivating people, uh, I don't. I don't. Know. I don't think I ever approach anyone. I'm confident I don't approach anyone. And in terms of, I, I don't approach people because I don't feel comfortable doing that. Because it, coming from me, it might feel like some sort of an insult Well, you're getting a little on the healthy side or you're barely able to breathe or you're not eating right or whatever. And I know I have all my own flaws and vices as well, my creature confidence. Yeah. So, so to me, it would feel like, uh, I would feel like a hypocrite doing it, even if we're not doing exactly the same things. I have my coping mechanisms and things that I do and use fairly consistently and some things more than fairly consistently um but i suppose if i uh, i don't think i could ever feel comfortable doing that you want to come work out you know it would feel like a unless they've shown an interest in it you know without being prompted by me at which point i would say well, we can go do something together or if they ask me you know we can do that but i wouldn't feel comfortable approaching anyone on that because it would feel people are quite sensitive about things, and I wouldn't want them to feel that I'm insulting them or trying to have a go at them.
3: I mean, I'm, I know I, know I could be judgmental, uh, not, not so much adults. I, I think when I see, like, a chubby child or, like, a, a, a big kid, I, I think it, I, I can get judgmental, but when it, when it comes to people that are, you know, adults, uh, you know, I, I don't, I mean, I don't want to shame them Um, like y'all said, I mean, I feel like you, you have to, I mean, I was chubby when I was younger, you know, and the only thing that made me start to work out was, you know, looking in the mirror and saying, you know, I want to make a change. You know, I want to, I want to get it, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, when I, I mean, I have, you know, people that I love and care about that I feel like, you know, could be healthier. So I, 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 feel I show them concern without feeling like I'm shaming them. Mm -hmm. I think maybe what I do is I, I offer them, I offer them suggestions maybe, you know, um, maybe, you know, just talk to them, you know, find out what they're eating, you know, or uh, maybe make little, I mean, not shameful comments, but just a, uh, you know, fads, (laughs) you know, there were a lot of fads, you know, years ago that were out, you know, the keto came out. Uh, mm-hmm. people were talking about, you know, going vegan and, you know, and, uh, you know, all this organic stuff. So a lot of times, you know, I feel like what I would do is just, you know, if we have barbecues or something like that, like I would bring like a healthy alternative to the barbecue. Mm-hmm. Instead of just all the the pork ribs, you know, I may bring some beef ribs mm-hmm. or bring some turkey ribs. Ribs, yeah. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, I, would, I, would, I would just try to bring like a healthier alternative and just, you know, kind of be in the ear about know, different things. Like, have you tried this? You know, this mm-hmm. is good, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah. I feel like a lot of people that I meet, though, you know, um, even married couples, like, I feel like they want their they spouses to, to work out, but I feel like a lot of them, they want the significant other to work out with them.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: I, I feel like it ain't that they, if they're lazy yeah. necessarily, a lot of times they just may not know how to work out and they want to have that, that team, you know, they want to have, you know, their, their partner, you know, work out with them. They want to, you know, I don't mind walking, but, you know, can you walk with me? You know, that sort mm-hmm. of thing, you know, do things together as far as mm-hmm. physical fitness. And uh, so, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll invite people to the gym. Um, you know, I talk about, you know, working out at work or, or they may see me come in the morning and, you know, look over and, and see something that I got on my desk, like, Oh, boiled eggs. Oh, Mm -hmm. You got a salad today. Uh, Mm -hmm. Oh, a smoothie, you know what I'm saying? And they, you know, I may not come in with the McDonald's bag, you know, or, or, you know, it'd be a week where I'm coming in with Burger King, (laughs) you know, I'm getting Mm walkers, you know, then I'm coming another week and, you know, they they just notice, you know, little subtle things that I'm doing with what I'm doing. And then, you know, people start to notice. I mean, when you're looking at yourself, you you don't know. Mm -hmm. It it really, it's a self-esteem boost when somebody walking up to you and they make a comment, Mm -hmm. like, okay. You know, yeah. You've been okay, you getting swole, ain't you? So, <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. What I'm saying? that's you know, what I mean you hear that, you know, it just it, it shows that your efforts, you know, are are paying off, you know. So. yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. and you you want to you want to go even harder. You hear that, and you weren't expecting it, it came out of nowhere. Right. Oh shit. Oh, yeah, that, let, me, let me get That back ain't no fuel. Yeah, yeah, let me get back in there. That's yeah. fuel right,
2: right there. Right. I, right. I know for me, a lot of times I find um it's weird, and the reason I asked the question because it's kind of like a weird dilemma. Like, help, uh, whether physical, emotional, or mental, is is one of those things. I don't, I don't know if it's just us as a culture or what, but it's one of those things we kind of, we kind of shy away from sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Like to be forthcoming with it. Like if somebody asks me, yeah, I'll tell them. But if they ain't gonna ask me, I'm just gonna let them be as big as they feel comfortable being, mm-hmm. you know? And I, it's kind of weird because it, it's just my perception of it. Like, like you have people all the time telling you, you know, how to boost your credit score or, you know what I'm saying? What, what new, what new job is hiring and all this type of stuff. But as far as them being like, hey, you know, um, you know, you, you should try this, this meal instead of that meal, you know, that's, that's kind of like, like like you were saying, Brody, like people were like, huh, like, what do you mean? What what are you trying to say? What are, what, what are you getting saying. at? Yeah. yeah, yeah, but if you just walked up to him and was like, hey, you could boost your credit score, 50 points, I could tell you how. They'd be like, oh, really, how? How, tell me more, I wanna know more. But if you'd yeah. be like, hey, if you just flip the words around and you'd be like, hey, you can add years onto your life. I can tell you how they be like. Uh, what do you mean? What are you? Who what the, the fuck are, you, are you? you trying to? What
0: are you yeah. trying to say?
2: Are you trying to call me? Do I look old? Are you trying to call me fat? Like it's kind of like, and I, so I don't. It's weird, man. It's weird. Kind of like it's none of our business type situation. You know what I'm saying? Even other things ain't none of our business. But know, a lot of times we don't have no problem bringing that to the table. So it's kind of yeah. weird. Or
0: well, being open um, to it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And as far as me, like, um, the whole workout thing and stuff, you know what I'm saying? Like I kind of look at it a mix. Like what, what Mark said, how he get a little irritated. And then, which I, I mean, I, I do too, especially if I take my time out to actually consider how to help you like if I'm like, okay, I was going to go to the gym At five, but since you said you wanted to work out, I'll change my time to seven. Like if I'm making considerations to help you, yeah, we we might not we might not need to cross paths too many more times. Cause at that point, you just you're taking advantage of me. Like if you just want to make small talk, you know what I'm saying? Just ask me how I'm doing or something. You know what I'm saying? Don't ask me for my help. You know what I'm saying? You just want to shoot the shit, you know. So I, those moments like that, I do get irritated. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, man, you ain't, you ain't serious, or, or if, if it's a, it's a, 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 um, a woman. You know what I'm saying? But like, yeah, you ain't ready. You, you ain't ready. Like you, you playing. Like you playing. You playing games. Like, and then it, it, it's always funny because the same, the same people usually circle back. Like after enough time has passed, where they could have, it could have made a difference for them. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, us black, well. I'm not gonna say us black people. I'm gonna say um, a lot of times, especially our uh, generation, you know what I'm saying? That whole summertime fine, get ready for the summer and all that. Oh. Like, like, is that really the only reason? Like you, you gotta have like a, an exhibition in order to, to be healthy, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I got a cruise coming up or this this beach trip coming up or... <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to have, you have to be able to showcase your your work ethic in order for it to be uh, worth it. You know what I'm saying? Like,
0: In, nobody order, for really, you, in order for even you to appreciate it. Yeah, sure yeah, one of the things
2: it. I noticed, like, in the gym, man, in the gym, like, the day of the winter, man, it's, you get to pick whatever equipment you want, man, because it, it'd be scarce in there. But let, yeah. you know... Of course, you know, like January first, and let you know, spring start popping up. Now all of a sudden, you you waiting, you waiting on the machine. Like this, you like, yeah, I got one more set. Like, man, I ain't see you six months ago. Like, where were you at then? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, you know, it's kind of like the whole. It's a lot of fads, especially when you think about um, how now. So before, I believe it was more like uh, people, black people in particular, may have looked at help either as a preparation for a particular occasion. You know what I mean? Like, I got a wedding to come up. I need to drop three dress sizes or, you know what I'm saying? Like getting ready for the summer type deal or, you know what I mean? Then start thinking about, yeah, I ain't trying to be on the beach. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Shirt on all damn <laughs> the whole damn time. Shit, you know what I'm saying? So when they start thinking about it, that's when they want to get in, get active and stuff. But you can't you can't just let you have to let life be your motivator, not life's moments. You get what I mean? Like it's a lifestyle. I got something coming up, so let me get ready instead of just let me let me let this be a part of my lifestyle. You know what I mean?
0: It's got to be done with uh, with a certain uh, with certain intentions for sure. Um, yeah, what we were talking about earlier in terms of this in conjunction, so adequate physical fitness, whether you whether it's you come by it via walking or jogging or getting in the gym, doing resistance workouts at home, whatever it is you're doing, skipping rope, whatever it is you're doing. Um, it also needs to be done, and just something that's moderate. It's more like uh, it's similar to what it is Mark you were saying earlier. So when people think of diet, they think of def- they think of something that's restrictive. It's got negative connotations. What in actuality, a diet is how the fuck you eat. It doesn't have to be anything that's restrictive unless you make it that way, you know. But it can be healthy and not restrictive non-restrictive, but also when it comes to uh, uh, working out, uh, a lot of folks, like I've known a lot of people when that expression is used or I've used that expression it kind of tense up a little bit and back off it. This is not in the movies. This is not an 80s physical fitness montage going on here. You don't mm-hmm. have to get in and break <clears> your fucking neck or, or over yourself. Any of those things. It's just a matter of you doing something physically consistently. That's going to build your cardiovascular system. It's going to shed weight if that's what you want to do. It's going to tense you up or sculpt you. If that's whatever it is you wanted to do. But it's going to it's, you're going to be healthier than what you would otherwise by way of not doing it. Um, but the diet and the regular physical fitness of some sort, some kind, those things really ought to be done in conjunction with one another. And I know that if I can do it, of all fucking people, just about anybody can, for sure. Um, so if, if you had to cut out one thing that you have not cut
2: out of your, out of your or not cut out, modify, or,
0: right. you know, adjust one thing in your diet, what, what would that be for you? Uh I've cut down that's a great question. I've cut down on fried foods quite a lot. I'll have it on occasion. Today I had KFC, you know. But it used to be um it was KFC. Extra, or,
2: extra crispy or, or, extra, original, or, or original, <laughs>
0: original original recipe. Original recipe. It makes a difference now. It makes a huge difference. It does. You, the
2: original uh, the, the herbs and spices?
0: Herbs and spices, yeah. <laughs> oh original yeah, you can pass for that, bro.
3: Yeah, gravy, yeah, man. Did you get the
0: mashed potatoes and gravy? I got the mashed potatoes and gravy, the coleslaw, oh, um, the greasy ass biscuits, which which used to be much bigger. Y'all remember when KFC biscuits used to be the size of the palm of your hand, and now they look like little dimes, little quarters, dollar pieces, uh, silver dollars. But um, you put the honey on them. No, I didn't do that. That's just a little much for me. But I, I different them that man, motherfucking gravy. And that gravy <laughs> is the truth, man. It is.
2: It'd be so hot though, man. That gravy be. Hot. <laughs> that gra- <Yeah. laughs> you got you got to wait twenty minutes to eat the mashed potatoes, man,
0: because the there gravy be, it, be pip- it be piping hot, like. Damn. Just, it's just the way you like it, though. Piping motherfucking brown lava. But I I will say this though, uh, so I had fried chicken earlier today, KFC. But it used to be every other day. It was pork chops. It was fried okra. It was, uh, you know, a lot of uh, Lowry's, seasoning seasoned salt. Or Lowry's, less expensive cousins, aunts uncles, nieces and nephews. Um, I've always been a person who ate a lot in the way of vegetables, fresh vegetables. I enjoy that. Fresh fruits. Yeah, I enjoy that. Um, Mostly fresh vegetables. So that would be the thing that that wouldn't be a thing that I would cut out. In terms of my diet, man, I know what it would be. Starches. I love potatoes. I love mm. noodles. I love rice. Mm. I love yeah. those things. You know, I would probably cut down on my starch level now. The fried foods, I have a handle on. The salty foods. For some time, I just stopped using salt altogether. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I would use it. I would use it very Very. Liber- I would use it very sparingly, I'll say. That's the word I would use. Um, but for a while, I stopped using it, period. So I would say that there was a part of my diet, what's, what, what little gut I have left, Wayne uh is is on the kind of uh starches I would cut back on that just a little bit and I know it's possible because I've done it before right so uh if I am like you and Mark were saying earlier and you also uh Jay it's a personal decision it's something you can't be bullied or mollycoddled into doing it it's got to be something that you yourself want to do and if you're fortunate the same thing goes for smoking, which I do. The same thing goes for drinking, which I do. The same thing goes for—I don't know if I have very many other harmful behaviors, physical behaviors at least, and things that I'm eating and drinking. But it'll be those things. It goes for those things as well. When those, when I have, when I've had enough of it, it won't occur anymore. It'll stop. And all of those things that I've mentioned, I have stopped doing them for decades at a time, years and years at a time, right? Uh, but it will be starch. It would be starches. Got so starches. Starch potatoes. Be, oh God, potatoes. That's my number one right there. Man. Would you? Would
2: you? Would you try to just do like a, a a full on cold turkey? No more starches for me. Or would you just be like, yeah, maybe not mashed potatoes this time.
0: I I believe in enjoying some creature conference in life. So no, I would not cut them all the way out. But I would uh, put a damper on how much of them I ate, you know, uh, yeah. how how often I ate potatoes. So I wouldn't do a cold turkey. Also, there's something to be said for substitutes. A couple of um, shows ago, Mark, uh, it was either you or Mark or perhaps both of you who mentioned uh, substitutes like cauliflower mash instead of mashed potatoes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or various other uh, substitutes because those things are out there. And even if those things are acquired tastes, if you stick with it, you may well acquire the taste for it. You know, um, for me, I would just have to limit what it is that I do. I remember, uh, I just want to say this really quickly, Wayne. I remember a couple of years, some years ago, Mark, myself and another friend of ours, Tone, were were all cooking out. So we were making spaghetti and we did tacos and X, Y, and Z. And we mentioned this on a a previous show and um, they wanted to do Turkey instead of ground beef in the uh, spaghetti, I believe it was. We all went shopping together. And they were trying to convince me to give it a go. At that point, I never had it before. And I'm like, no, I don't want that. I want ground beef. And sure enough, I bought ground beef and I had the ground beef. They had the turkey. (laughs) A couple of years after that, though, when I moved down to Florida, a roommate of mine, her name is Mona, convinced me finally to give that a try. And it's actually very, very good. It tastes not dissimilar. You you can tell it's not beef, ground beef, but it it tastes good. It's pretty good. It's not too dissimilar from ground beef. So I learned how to enjoy that. Now I have it every now and again. Now typically I don't make it. If somebody else is making it, I'll have it. I don't have an aversion to it anymore. Uh, but I still use beef in mine. I just make sure it's lean and it's very drained. And I don't eat that often anymore, anyway, because the red sauce fucks to my stomach. Another part of getting older for me. For me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think those things need to be done in conjunction, you know, a decent amount of physical, physical exercise, and the body doesn't require that much. You just have to be consistent with it. You know, you don't have to jog or run every day or even every other day. You need to get up off your ass every night and again, though. Like, get out and walk, you know. Uh, do some push-ups, do some sit-ups, do some leg-ups, some chin-ups, whatever it is you got to do, or you can walk around your living room. I remember a video that I saw a couple of years ago about this woman who started off. I don't, she was morbidly obese, and she was, I believe it might have been, she was ashamed to go outside, and she walked around her living room every day around her apartment or home or living room, whatever it was every day, and dropped a, 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 just a load of weight mm. by doing that because she was convinced that, uh, as Mark was saying earlier, that's what she wanted to do. You know, she, she decided, this is what I'm going to do for myself. And she did it every day and just dropped a humongous amount of weight. She was proud of herself and shit. I didn't even know her, but I was proud of her doing mm. it, you know. That's what's up. Yeah, it's possible.
2: What about you, Jay? What, what would you... Is a, there anything a, that you feel like you could cut out of your diet that would give you some benefits that you either, it, it would either be a struggle for you or you'd be like, yeah, I, let me go ahead and let that
3: go. I'm with I'm Brody, man. I, I love potatoes, man. I love potato French fries, <laughs> potato chips. <laughs> love that, man. You know what I'm saying? Breakfast, hash brown.
2: Mm-hmm. Love that shit. I love, I love that it.
3: shit. I love it, man. But, um, <laughs> I mean, right now I got the, it's crazy. I got that variety pack of chips on my refrigerator right now, the little bitty bags. So so every now and then, you know, I'll break out a little bag, you know, snack on that. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's mine, man, the the carbs and mostly the the, the bread and the pasta. Mm. I've, I've, uh, I don't think I've had a loaf of bread in here in in a minute, you know, uh, biscuits. I mean, these are things that I like, but I know my stomach, my gut don't like it, so mm-hmm. a, lot of, a lot of the pastas and uh the bread you know i've i've uh I've, I've cut that out you know I've, I've been trying to just do a lot more uh you know uh salads uh stir fries uh you know grilled chicken i I feel like with me forcing myself to go to the grocery store has has made a big impact on me you know, forcing myself to fill my refrigerator with things that I want in there, mm. you know, if that means I have to, it you know, was talking about earlier with, uh, you know, growing up, you know, uh, you know, having parents that were, you know, working, you know, they may set aside maybe a, a day where they cook for the week, you know, meal mm-hmm. prepping, you know, so a lot of times, you know, I, I go out, you know, I buy some things and I'll prepare that way. I'm not out and about, and then cheating, you know, because I didn't bring my lunch. Mm. I didn't have anything prepared, you know, I'm, I'm stopping at McDonald's, grabbing a Big Mac. So mm-hmm. with me, grocery store, you know, just like I said, you know, stocking up, you know, buying, buying my own food instead of eating out all the time. That's made a big difference for me. Yeah. But yeah, no potatoes, man.
0: Yeah, I something else, man. And there's so many ways to make them. Put some onions in them. Yes. Just, it's important that we know that we have a right to, if we can afford them, and we work hard for them, and we do other things right, that we can afford to have the creature comforts every night, some of them, some of the time. Yeah, um, indulge a little bit, and, and indulge a little bit because you want to have some some quality of life. A cheat day. Um, but yeah, a cheat day or a cheat week for fat motherfuckers like me, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, but that's. Uh, speaking in terms of what it is you were saying a moment ago mark and and also the question you asked Wayne that's probably my biggest uh shortcoming when it comes to my diet so I don't do it all the time right but when I begin to overindulge I have a hard time stopping so I'll start it mm-hmm. and it'll be something that I, I, I do it till I'm satisfied I can't get enough of it, you know. At some Mm. point and and what'll normally happen is I'll max out on it. Like uh Jay, you were talking about uh them them goddamn potatoes, man. Mm. Um, I'll have those sometimes I'll have them four times in a week with every meal. Sometimes I'll have them, I'll just stew them and I have them by themselves. And I might (laughs) do that four times in a week or three times a week until I find that I'm maxed out (laughs) on them. So I'll go (laughs) another two and a half, three weeks without having them at all. So that's like the thing, like yeah to here for real you know <laughs> uh i would I will go out of my way to make sure well in actuality I don't have to think about overindulging because it's like my body like you were saying my body would tell me okay that's enough that's enough that's the way it is with red meat now I'm noticing um excuse me beef yeah. and pork and everything I'll eat that in moderation now mostly mostly what I eat the meats that i eat with, uh, I normally like chicken and it's usually baked a broiled or sometimes it's boiled or dropping the crock pot or whatever, you know. But um, even with things like that, particularly when it comes to red meat, I'll overindulge. I mean, it's like my body will let me know when it's happened because I won't want it again for a while. I won't want it again for a week or two. Or I won't want it again for... um, I've gone as long as a month without eating yeah. red meat. But it won't be anything that I'm attempting to do. That's just my body's way of telling me, that's enough, you've had that enough. And you've had enough. Yeah. yeah and I, I do notice it when I've had too much of it because that is what will make me feel sluggish. That is what what drops pounds around my waist, really, red meat and things of that nature. And of course, potatoes and everything too. So um, the older we get, it just becomes more, it's always important. But to me, what i found is the older I've gotten, I start noticing these changes in my body and the things that are unpleasant in a way that I wasn't noticing when I was in my 20s or I was in my 30s or even last year. Uh, I'm growing older and I'm recognizing it for the first time. And how I feel on a day-to-day basis is normally directly connected to first my mental, how I'm feeling mentally and emotionally, and then right after that is my diet. So I have to be aware mm. of that. Here. Yeah.
2: So I've, I've always had like a, almost like a um, carousel approved. What does that mean exactly? For instance, the month of June, I did no fried food, like nothing fried, chips, um, French fries, fried, anything, nothing fried. If it was... If it was cooked by way of frying, I'm not even paying sear frying, nothing fry, you know? And I think the month before that I did no sweets. So no processed sugars, no candy, no, you know, anything kind of like dessert based, nothing like that. Like I always kind of just, I rotate, like, I don't, I don't really stick with one particular, which I guess for me works for me, it works like, mm-hmm. um, uh, earlier before that in the year, I may do, I think I did a month with, with no bread or no, or no carbs. That one was a tough one though. That one was a tough one. Just for the simple fact, not like, a um, like, um, like I have this, this crazy bread fetish or something like that, but you know, it was just hard to just get options that were, that didn't have, um, any any carved kind of um, link to it, you know what I mean? Was, especially for our side dishes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just, I just carousel. So. Like, I mean, I'm not saying it works for me. I'm not saying it is. I can do better. I'm just saying that's kind of what I've been used to. I never really thought about one thing. I remember one, one month I did no meat. I was like, fuck it, I ain't gonna eat meat this month. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that month was actually easier than probably the rest of them. I mean, I just ate damn I mean, I didn't load up on like oodles and noodles or nothing like that. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, when like when you start eating a lot of a lot of fruit, that fiber fill you up,
0: man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm Keep, saying? So keeps you regular too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah.
3: That'd be hard for me, man, to, to to cut out the meat, man. I mean, I've I've tried that too, where I've I've gone maybe a month without any meat and i, I jump back on man I, I back
2: well on i do i ragged. do a month because anything more than a month i find myself uh entering brody's territory where i'm kind of <laughs> like i feel like i'm torturing myself so mm-hmm. next time i get my hands on something fried I'm, let me get the fries let me get the let me get the, the the mozzarella sticks let me get you know what i'm saying the the tater skins let me get the hot wings you know what i'm saying
1: i want to i like, want it all
2: for- make up for old times type situation. You know what I'm saying? So uh, that's why I always limit mine at a month. And like, I don't beat myself up if I make the whole month. It is what it is. If I don't make the whole month, you know, try try something different the
0: next month. I usually don't do them back to back. The longest I have ever gone without meat um, wasn't intentional. It might've been two and a half, maybe, maybe three weeks. I wouldn't swear mm-hmm. on a stack of Bibles, but maybe three mm-hmm. weeks. Um, but it wasn't because of any um, any real, it, it wasn't done with any real intention, any real intent at all. It was because every now and again, and it's been this way since I was maybe 25, 22, 20, maybe two to 22 to 25 or so. But every couple of months, I'll be disgusted and put off by meat. I'll think about the fact that it used to be alive, it had a heartbeat, it had you know eyeballs and all those things. So I'll get put off by I get disgusted by I don't know why that happens to me but since between the ages of 22 and 25 is when it started happening so even now it'll happen sometimes and I don't know if it's because I'm overindulging at every other time uh throughout the course every other day throughout the course of the year or if it's because I'm more aware of how food comes to be that is to say meat comes to be and what has to happen what that process is but I'll be I'll be put off with it. i'll be disgusted by it i'll I'll get nauseous just thinking about it and i'll put it off for normally it's like a couple of days maybe three four days i'll go without it and then i'll be right back on it right back to you know doing what it is that i was doing before but i think the longest like i said i wouldn't swear on a stack of bibles that um i've gone uh three weeks but i know it's been at least two two and a half weeks and it's never uh intentional it just happens um uh, but i'm not upset about that and i also don't find myself trying to find things to substitute for the meat even though there are you know mushrooms and things of that nature that you can substitute um soy beans i don't find myself craving uh, anything that's going to take the place of meat during those times so it does happen every now and again there are times when i overindulge and I'll, i'll own a specific kind of meat and uh mm-hmm. then I'll gorge on that for a while and then I'll pull back from it. And then there are times when meat period just throws me completely off. I mean, I'll get sick just thinking about it, you know, looking at it, I'll get sick to my ass. Um, but it doesn't happen. It happened a couple of times a year. Doesn't happen that often. Um, but a question I want to ask the panel, uh the main satellite tonight is so we've spoken about diet and how diet is connected to uh, our emotional being, uh, physical being, how we feel. Um, so recently, as in like uh, almost a week ago now, I bought health insurance again for the first time in years. In years, uh, health and dental. I bought it, and I won't be able to start utilizing utilizing it until what the 15th, which is what the day after tomorrow. So I'm, I'm, I'm I find myself being super excited about it. Anytime I've had to get my blood pressure checked or have a physical go on, it's been because I've gone, I felt compelled to go for another reason. Maybe my heart rate was up or, you know, whatever I was feeling, whatever. Um, but I'm excited about using this, this health insurance You just have the regulars going in a way that they haven't gone on in a while, uh, physicals and things like that. So the question I have for, for you, for you guys is uh, how often do you have physicals do you have annual physicals do you feel that they're important and how do they make you feel do you find yourself being anxious when the time comes do you just kind of let it ride in terms of how you're feeling or uh or are you do you approach that with any specific perspective or intention in terms of physicals and i mean things like uh breath, blood pressure examinations uh, meeting with phlebotomists uh, having your weight checked, uh, cholesterol checks, uh, uh, things like, um, rectal exams, prostate exams, and things of that nature. How do you guys feel about those things? How often are those things, do you engage in those things? Is it annually? How you feel about
3: it? Out of hospitals, man, it's just, it's just terrifying, man. <laughs> you know, I, I work at a hospital, um, I have a primary care provider there um yeah, i'm a veteran so you know uh i've when i separated from the military you know i i wanted to make sure i wasn't broken so i went and got everything checked out you know got uh you know tested my, my mental state you know physically um you know once i got you know vetted in the system you know it became part of the routine it was quarterly you know i was going in getting these uh physicals getting the lab work you know, um, so, I mean, that's when I found out like, yeah, you, you obese, you know what I'm saying? You, you 5'10", you know, you are supposed to be in this range, you know, and from there, you know, you need to make sure you, you know, you're getting about 20 to 30 minutes of some type of cardio every day, you know, things like that. So, um, but it's important, you know, um, I feel like now that I'm, I'm closer to family, I'm around older people now, and I feel like that's all they talk about you know when you know my peers we weren't talking about hey man like yeah you you about to be 40 yeah you, that means you you're you gonna be getting ready for that prostate exam and you're know, you gonna be having to worry about this and that like these are things i, I you know you you young you know uh, you're not thinking about the doctor and, and visits and in that nature you know but uh, you know, like you said, uh, with the book, you know, forty is. Would you say uh, once you hit forty, it's, well, you're
0: waiting in like, a heart attack country?
3: Right, right. Yeah. So,
0: yeah,
3: <laughs> right, damn. right, man. But
0: yeah, you and know, of course, like, you can you can have heart attacks and strokes and things before that. That's yeah, obviously. But uh, damn, Brody, it's around. Well, I mean, you can, but it's around by that age when they start. I mean, we have classmates who Have died of strokes and heart attacks. At no, I,
2: 40, I, I feel you like 40,
0: 41 in, years old, you know, and even earlier than that, any age,
2: any adult is kind of in that range. Yeah, I mean, um, you
3: ever look back at like people from high school? You ever, you know, take a glance at people from high school and just kind of not comparing your life to anybody else, but you know, I, I see people my age, you know, who just stressors, you know, in life and hard living and, you know, uh, I, I take all that in consideration. You know, I, I try to do everything in moderation these days, you know, uh, really trying to limit a lot of things that I was doing just because I, Hey, now that you're 40, you know, we, we got other things to consider at this point. Mm. He's talking about insurance. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think I, even our premiums are are higher now, you know, mm. we, we young, you know, we, we, <laughs> You know it, mm-hmm. you, but you have to have it. You know these are things that are very important. You know, as as black men, that we we get our uh, get a lot of our business in order. You know, mm-hmm. medical insurance, life insurance. Yes, I mean, these are these are all. I mean, granted, you know, God forbid something happened, You know, when you you got to start a GoFundMe. You know, for, for you know to pay your expenses. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I see that all too often. You know, because we we're just not, mm. I think we're so scared of the hospital that you know we we're not taking these responsibilities and these things in consideration. Um, really it's just like anything else, you know, it's just you know, getting your 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 chips in order, you know, like with, with a car, you know, getting your car insurance. I mean, these are things that you know you you dread thinking about, but it's it's important that you know you you have a plan that you
0: absolutely that necessary. It's necessary. Yeah. Mark, um, when was your last physical, man? How do you how do you feel about that? How do you feel about how do you feel about this? Physicals and health insurance and all of those things.
1: Yeah, like like uh, Jason was emphasizing this. It's important. That's how I feel about it. It's important. Uh, I have I've had my physical this year. I have an annual physical, but growing up. Well, not growing up. Growing up, I did have physicals as a child, but as an adult between like 18 and 30, (laughs) wait, 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 18 (laughs) and down 35, I Mm -hmm, wasn't having any mm -hmm. physicals, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, but I think I I think it's very important to have to have those. And uh, on a personal note your primary care provider, uh, I think it's, it's very important to find one that's good to you in your opinion, one that's going to be honest with you, one that's going to, um, I know they see tons of patients, but make sure you get one that, that is, um, that is actually concerned about your well being. Me right now, I don't, I don't particularly think I have one that's too much concern about my well-being. I don't know if if it's because I don't have uh, any ailments right now, knock on wood. But um, I don't know. He just it just seems like he 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 goes with emotions. He doesn't really have I'm much just, to talk about. Um, I'm just
2: curious. Is he black?
1: Hell no. I'm just curious. You know okay. he ain't. I need to take my own advice, and get me a, another healthcare provider, you know, I, cause I know like, like Brody was saying, we're wading into the uh, heart attack country and it's time for us to start getting these prostate exams and uh, colorectal exams. That's right. Um, it's time for a lot of things, but my primary care provider ain't saying shit about it. <laughs> you know, um, my numbers look good, but you know, we don't, we don't really talk about like things we don't like that you know and as a primary care provider i think that you know him and i should have that that kind of dialogue but but we don't he want he he get me in there get me out of there <laughs> yeah. so yeah I, uh, they should I,
2: they I, should be pro- they he should be prompting you to ask questions yeah yeah. and then you know i'll at a minimum prompt you to ask asking you questions prompting you to ask questions and if you don't ask questions ask why you don't have questions mm-hmm. that's right mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and, like since mm-hmm. you don't have any questions what is it are you are you uncomfortable you know what i'm saying do you, mm-hmm. are you what afraid do you, what do you think what do you think about your health you know is that mm-hmm. something you don't want to talk about are you not you know what i'm saying one of those three
0: should occur you know what i mean mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and at the very least like you were saying a moment ago mark um there should be a free, open, fairly easy dialogue. Mm-hmm. Um, you want it, it, it needs to feel friendly. Now, you're aware of the fact, as you just said, that this person sees thousands of individuals a year, mm-hmm. clients a year, but there's something to be said about it feeling impersonal versus personal. Mm-hmm. And even if it starts off, we've all heard the expression, fake it till you make it even if it starts off as something that feels, you know that it's impersonal, but you know that there's an effort there on both parts. Who knows that it might actually end up becoming uh, personal and they may end up showing concern about your health. And sometimes you have to prompt them and you really ought not to have to, but sometimes you have to prompt them and sometimes they have to prompt you. Like you were saying a moment ago, Wayne, it's it's their job to prompt you, but of course you're just a number. And I think doctors' uh, physicians can become and, and I, I guess it goes with i'm thinking it goes with the territory like callous. like you are a meat sack and you're coming in just like every other meat sack before you to be looked at to be checked out smacked on the ass and rushed out the fucking door so they can get on you know they can get with another another client but there's a whole lot to that like you were saying and also man i will say on a personal note uh i hadn't even considered that i know that it's a a, a thing but until you said it i'm all gonna go, I hadn't considered consider it either so i am on the hunt right now for a personal physician a personal doctor and um the main thing i thought about is will the insurance cover it and will it be worth it you know but that is something um so thank you for mentioning that that's something that's is, is very important yeah uh, somebody i can talk to or who feels compelled to speak with me and if we have to fake it to begin with that's okay but with with the longer the association goes on the, you know it continues maybe it can become something where how's your wife doing or how's your husband doing or or how's your how's your life? Or how's your mental or whatever? What did you to have for dinner last night? Where are you going for vacation? What are you doing? Are you gonna watch this game, this football game, basketball, whatever the fuck? And that will turn into, okay, Mr. X, Y, and Z, here's what you need to do. That's gonna push the honesty. Mm. It's gonna increase that honesty quotient. So that's something that I hadn't thought about, but I'm glad you mentioned it because that's something that I need to be looking for as well. Mm. I'm sure the individuals who have that in their lives tend to live longer you know, or they, yeah, yeah, Damn. Mm-hmm. Damn. yeah, yeah, I, I gotta say, I'm looking for it, uh, when I went into, uh, the military, I was 16 and a half, 17 years old, maybe just turned 18, whatever it was, that was the first time I'd ever had, uh, a prostate exam. And, you know, of those of you who've been in the military, no, you get the, 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 slew of motherfucking shots, and then you get a prostate exam and all the rest of those things. And it was very uncomfortable. I'd never had a finger up me before. It was uncomfortable. The doctor told me what to expect, but I remember something. He was an older white guy, older white gentleman. And I remember him telling me when you hit uh, 25 years old, he said, it's been my experience. I've been doing this for 35 years. When you hit 25 years old, that's when you want to begin to have regular prostate exams annually at least. Wow. Um, I, I think about, and I haven't had a prostate exam in years. Mm. So um, for the first time in a long time, uh, well, for maybe for the first time, Ever, I'm looking forward to having a finger up my ass to see if I'm healthy in that way. I think about individuals like uh, Chadwick Bozeman and now he probably caught it too late mm. and it it killed him. Like that happens with so many of our so many black men in America and I'm sure around the world, because we have this idea that there's something unnatural about it. The unnatural thing is dying in agony, dying in pain, and your family and friends, perhaps your children. Uh, uh mothers and fathers wives and husbands having to watch your ass die in a painful horrible you know way i'm assuming that unless it was a very aggressive form of prostate cancer with chadwick uh it might have been caught just a little bit too late so i'm looking forward to having that done i'm looking forward to all of the the entirety of the physical
1: he yeah. had uh, colorectal colorectal cancer. excuse me
0: i'm sorry yeah um and maybe they caught it too late thank you for that correction maybe they caught it too late but in terms of the prostate thing Uh, cancer i'm looking forward to making sure that i'm good and that uh this is something that uh black men need to discuss more often whether it's colorectal prostate cancer uh various other diseases cardiovascular we've spoken about things that we're uncomfortable about
1: yeah it's um we need to we need to uh start taking our own um taking our health um uh, more seriously taking it taking more ownership mm. into like what goes on in those exam rooms, those one-on-ones with your primary care provider. I'm, I'm including myself in, in, in that. Like I need, either need to just straight up just be like, yo, what's up with, with these exams, you know, with my primary care provider or just switch to, a, to what I think would be a, pri- a better primary care provider. But we, we, we definitely, definitely need to start speaking up if it's if you're getting up there in age and you're not having these exams done, because um, a lot of a lot of uh, primary care providers like are like mine, you know they want you in there and, and out of there and in and out in and out and especially like if if they're white and you're a black man, you know they you know. Yeah, they might, they might be trying to get you out there a little quicker. So we need to start Mm -hmm. speaking up and I'm including myself in that, in that conversation as well.
0: There is an expression that you hear a lot these days. You either hear it or you read it. Let's normalize this. Let's normalize that. If we're going to, so for the, for the purposes of this conversation, this aspect of it, this bit of it, I'm going to say we should normalize not only what you're talking about, Mark, being more involved and taking more in the way of personal responsibility for what we're told, the information is given to us, or the individuals who are giving it to us, taking responsibility in terms of whether they're gonna be helpful to us, or if we need to switch off from them, we switch off from them. And we also need to, quote unquote, normalize being able to speak about this sort of thing amongst ourselves. There are things like, for instance, you just corrected me, you had colorectal cancer, you did not have prostate cancer, but we need to be, we need to normalize, quote unquote, uh, being comfortable talking about this with one another as black men, because everyone has knowledge that you can, you can gain. Everyone has knowledge and information that you yourself are not privy to. And unless we're discussing these things amongst ourselves, uh, there are things that, uh, certain things will go, want, we'll go wanting for those things. We won't have that information. So we need to be more um, comfortable and more consistent with that level of comfort with one another, particularly with what with us being black men in America. We know that uh, a lot of doctors and nurses don't take our pain seriously. They don't take our discomfort or lack of health or ill health seriously. And so uh, it's like sharing notes, talking about our own personal experiences, our physicians, um, our diets, exercise regimens, things of that nature. Um, but particularly when it comes to exams and physicals and things like that, my, my doctor may be doing something that, that Wayne's doctor isn't doing. And I'm like, well, wait a minute, I tell him about it. He's like, well, wait a minute. What is that? What is that for? Has he or she explained to you what it's for, or Jason, your doctor may know something that Mark's does not, or Mark, your doctor may know something that Wayne's does not. So it's important that we normalize, um, as they say, normalize that. And we normalize speaking about these things. Uh, and it's in a, in a space of trust and compassion and seriousness and wisdom as well. Mm -hmm. Does anyone here take supplements?
3: I take vitamins. Mm -hmm. I take multivitamins now. Um, Mm
0: -hmm.
3: They, uh, I've been taking multivitamins for quite some time. Um, I feel like they're beneficial. I feel like a lot of the foods that we eat, you know, you may cook out some of those nutrients. You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. You know, I don't. I don't even do all the research into it to even know exactly. But you know, I look at the labels. Um, I, I know we're just coming off this. Well, we still got this pandemic going on. I know a lot of people were rushing to these drugstores. They were, you know, loading up on a lot of uh, a lot of nutrients. You know, uh, you know, trying to get these. You know, get their amino acids, and, and and I can't even think about all the the different stuff that they're getting. But it, it definitely anything that I can do in my power to you know boost my immune system or mm-hmm. bring energy to my life to where you know I will have fuel when I get off a hard work day to get up off the couch and you know go work out. Um, I, I I like vitamins. I I, I like mm-hmm. to uh, I, you know, it's it's something that I, I every morning every morning beside my my oatmeal and my and my coffee Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know i have it set out you know i take my vitamins and you know i hit the road so um besides that uh if you want to consider maybe a protein powder Mm -hmm. i like to do my smoothies Mm -hmm. um i have taken a little bit uh uh i i look more at the the labels, as far as uh, what I'm putting in, as far as the uh, supplements these days, you know, I, I try to. Um, I, there's a real good one that I that I'll I'll try to pull up before we get off here. It's it's like an organic, uh, plant based uh, protein that's mm-hmm. you know real. Good. It doesn't have a lot of the fillers, um, and then plus you know, my 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 regimen's a lot different. Where mm-hmm. I was when I was younger, it was you know I was trying to get bigger. You know, it was about mass build mass um but these days you know just you know getting a good protein it's it's like a good meal replacement for me mm-hmm. you know, with, with the protein powders mm-hmm. um a, a real good uh a clean uh, powder so you know absolutely yes yes yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's a multivitamin and a, mm-hmm. and a, and a good quality uh, protein powder
0: wayne do you take vitamins and supplements yeah yeah mm-hmm. definitely oh anything on the show
2: <laughs> no <Nah>, um, <laughs> I want the juice juice me up man <laughs> let me let me stop no, nah, I mean yeah, uh, you know the proteins i love i love i keep some i keep some protein on that, mm-hmm. I mean, that's just kind of my go to it's kind of like you know i I may be naive thinking that one is more healthier than the other mm-hmm. um i mean as far as labels and stuff like. I mean, they could put anything up there. I mean, half the words I don't understand anyway. I mean, it's mm-hmm. kind of some the name of something that I I can it takes me two try, two tries to be able to fully pronounce or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if it's healthy or not, but for me, it's more of like a a mental thing. Like I feel better drinking a a protein smoothie than I would, you know. Getting me a number one, you know, (laughs) getting me a number one at 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 my favorite drive-through. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I just, I just feel like okay. At least I know it. it, I don't see the 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 saturated fats or whatever or things like that. So in my mind, I think whether it is or isn't, you know, it's definitely. um, It gives me what I need. I mean, I've taken. you know, vitamins and all that type of stuff. I've done, like Jay said, the protein joints. Um in the past, like gym gym days. I mean, I've done the 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 pre-workout joints, the recovery joints, you know, those type of things. And I do and that's the reason I stopped doing some of those because I I had a kind of a, a crazy experience in which I felt like I was too wired. I was like, damn, I felt. Mm. I felt like I was, I, I was hype, I was hype hype. Like I shouldn't have been that hype. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like good thing I was going to the gym. Like if I would've did that, you know what I'm saying? Then went to work or something, you know what I'm saying? I probably would've spazzed out on somebody. But mm-hmm. so at that point I was like, you know what? Maybe I don't need to be this quite, you know what I mean? Cause then like uh, one of the things I realized is even though I've I I may have physically had the energy the recovery was crucial. Like, yeah, I lifted more or I ran faster, but the next day I hurt more Mm -hmm. because my body was pushed to a limit that naturally it wasn't at a point to be pushed that far yet. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So yeah, I mean, I, I may have, you know what I'm saying, had a new personal time on the track or you know what I'm saying? Stat the extra plate up there, but like the next day, I was like, Yeah. Like I was, it was like a it was like a muscle eight hangover. You know what I mean? It was like, wow. damn, I'm I'm hurt. Yeah, because yeah, my body was like, Yeah, we you know what I'm saying, okay. My body's like, okay.
3: <laughs>
2: nine my body was like, okay, nine minute mile. All right, you do that any day. I, t- I was i that shit, man, that's the, you know, my body was like. Nine minute mile, fuck that. Let's do a 730 mile. Oh, wow. You know what I'm saying? So I'm out there like ah! and then the next day my legs are like, Man, what the fuck were you thinking, man? Like, we ain't ready for that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, but so to answer your question, yeah, I would. I mean, I do take just the protein and the vitamin joint. I have done other stuff, you know, especially um. Yeah, I think I I I attribute a lot of that to my um uh, uh military service, you know what I'm saying? When you when you when you overseas and the guys are taking um explode and all these crazy mm. shit and all, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, like getting personal best on the daggone weight on the on the weight bench and shit, you like fuck it, let's do it.
0: Yeah. Mark, uh, do you take vitamins or
1: supplements or anything of that nature? Nah, I don't take vitamins. It's just a, uh, personal preference. Mm-hmm. Um, I know like some of y'all do, but I just feel that I can get all the vitamins and minerals, all the nutrients I need from, from the food I eat, mm-hmm. uh, they, the only supplement that I've taken or would take even, you know, in the future is a like protein, protein shake. Like, like y'all mentioned, it could replace a meal. I take uh, one vitamin
0: and actually it would. And I recently started it probably about a month and a half ago. um, A friend of ours, Mark uh, Rick. So uh, and and for the listeners who are hearing this, Rick, uh, Rick, our friend Rick is a childhood friend. We've known him for 30 some years. And he's big in physical fitness, like huge in physical fitness, this great big guy. And he knows what he's doing. He knows how to eat, how to work out and all those things. And we were talking um, a couple of weeks ago on the phone. And somehow we got on the topic of vitamins. And he said, uh, we were on a video call and he said, let me show you something, man. And so he went to his uh, his cabinet and he pulled out uh, a great heaping bottle of one a day. And he said, these really work well for me. He said, I don't know. He said something similar to what you said when he said, I don't know if if it's uh, more of a placebo effect in terms of how I'm feeling, but I know that I feel better taking them. He was like, man, you might need to go get your hands on them. So I went to um, maybe like a, a three four days after that, I went to, I happened to be at a Harris Teeter and they had that and I got them. So I take one a day and I can't say that I feel too much different, but it could be because I'm thinking about the placebo effect situation. Um, as you were saying a moment ago, Mark, uh, I don't feel any worse. As you were saying a moment ago, I do try to draw from the foods that I eat. I think I have a pretty, pretty well-balanced diet, pretty pretty balanced diet, um, and I, I would like to draw all of what I need for my foods, but I also feel like it's not a bad thing for me personally to have an ace in the whole just in case. I'm cooking all the nutrients out of a thing or if I'm boiling, I do a lot of boiling and broiling now, not so much frying anymore, but maybe I'm boiling some of the, some of what I need, some of the essentials out of these foods, vegetables, green leafy vegetables. I love um, spinach. I love cabbage. Um, I really, 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 love. it's not really green and leafy like that, but I love collards. I love celery. Um, I love fresh green beans and things of that nature, but broccoli and things like that. So I, I feel like there's nothing wrong for me. I I, I want to have an ace in a hole just in case there's something that I'm missing out on. And I don't feel any better, but I don't feel any worse. But maybe the reason I don't feel any better is because I'm thinking about the placebo effect, a placebo effect type situation. Not that it's actual placebo, but that's how I feel. In terms of um, uh, supplements, <clears throat> probably about three years ago, and I, I use the protein too. I went and got the protein powder. I got some for Walmart and I've been, I did it. I was heavy on it when I was in the gym for years at a time. Um, then I laid off of it when I my gym closed down. They were bought out by Go's Gym. But here recently, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I got more of it, the protein. So I do use it on those days when I'm not eating heavy and I make a, a decision, an active decision, not too heavy. I use it then. I'll drop it in a blender with some watermelon. Uh, maybe some yogurt i've never been big into yogurt now i'm eating yogurt yogurt from time to time that'll be the base and it'll be a smoothie for me and that'll be and it's filling at that time And it it's, keeps me regular you know uh, which is another really cool thing about you learn about getting older your you ass needs to be regular you, you need to be regular you need to eat something that's gonna make you regular but also i um i use things like like wheat germ a couple of years ago, I thought you know, you're a kid. When I was a kid, you'd hear about older people taking wheat germ and kept them regular, and it built the hair and kept the luster in and everything, and it just made you feel good, mostly for the regular feeling. But now I use it and I buy it, and it's not flavored or anything. I'll just go to the what's grocery wheat germ? Store. Wheat germ is like a, a fibrous sort of a uh,
3: it's like biotin,
0: kind of yeah, kind of like that. And uh, I put it in my oatmeal um i put it in uh sometimes i put it in my shakes uh i'll uh sometimes i'll take granola the unsweet granola mix and throw it into the blender when i'm making a shake but wheat germ i can eat that by the spoonful now like every day i have at least one spoonful if i'm not using it for something else so in terms of uh other supplements and things like that i don't i don't do them that often you know um the closest i would probably say i get to that would be um like vitamin E every now and again, I might take a vitamin E pill, you know. Um, but other than that, I kind of leave it be. And I do try to derive, I try to have my diet set up in such a way that hopefully I'm, I'm, I'm drawing everything I need out of my meals. But having an ace on a hole for me is not a, is not, uh, a thing I'm going to, it's not a bad thing for me. So, yeah, that's how I feel about that. Yeah. It's, um, I'm sorry, go ahead, man.
3: No, I was gonna say, is, is it like uh, it's, it's a
0: powder that, that wheat? It's, it's 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 like shaved, almost like shaved wheat, like pulverized wheat. And you can get it toasted, you can get it mm. uh, flavored. Um, it's like croutons. They just, I would, I would, I want to They, it they grind it you, down. Grind it's It's croutons. like ground. It's like ground down wheat, <laughs> man. Essentially, it's like you're, you know. And I get mine toasted, but it's unflavored. You know, um, not necessarily a powder, more of a not a powder, but not quite like solid. coffee grains or something like coffee, yeah, something like that, thank you, Mark. I couldn't think of a word, yeah, something like that. It's good stuff, I love it now, I love it, love it, love it,
1: so yeah, uh,
0: I don't know if I'm gonna
2: try that when I, I'm gonna take your word for it.
1: coffee grounds, I said coffee grains. <laughs>
0: Mm-hmm. it's um uh it, it's, it's it doesn't taste bad in fact uh for me it wasn't even an acquired taste it just it it tastes almost like nothing at all but once you become accustomed to it there is a taste there i don't know if that makes sense to y'all or not but that's how i feel about it so i'll use it for oatmeal um i'll use it for um yogurt like i said i'll use it for uh shakes and things of that nature. And then sometimes I'll just get up, I, normally if I'm not doing either any of those things, I'll just get up with a great big spoonful and bring some water behind it and there it is. And I noticed that it, it, it also helps in keeping, keeping me pretty regular too. So that's one of the things that I do, but all those other vitamins, vitamin E, uh, vi- I have vitamin C pills. I keep things like that just in case. I take those every now and again, but I take one a day right now on a consistent basis. But, uh, so moving forward, is there anything, is the question I have for everybody here, is there anything uh, you feel like you could increase or, and not just in terms of diet or exercise, but ex, but otherwise? So uh, we've spoken about, it can either be, it can contribute to your long-term mental health, your long-term physical health, right? Your long-term uh and that's everything gastrointestinal, there's circulatory system, there's cardiovascular, all those things. But we're also talking about mental health as well. So, is there anything, and these, all those things are encompassed, that you feel as time goes on, you will either increase or decrease to move into a space that is uh, more conducive to a longer, healthier life, or is conducive to a longer, healthier life? I mean, I'd like to. I'd like to increase, um,
2: I guess, my mental state. I ain't saying like I'm off or nothing like that, but just increase, you know what I'm saying? My mental, mental, um, uh, you know, just my mental being more at peace and stuff, one of the things that I I do that I, I I try to increase more on, and I, and I need to increase more on and stuff, like meditation. Um, I'm kinda heavy on that. So, I find the times that I'm, I kinda, I think, I, I feel like I, I, I use it, like, in a, in a, not in a bad way, but, in other words, I wait until I'm stressed out to start meditating. You get what I'm saying? Like I don't, I don't do it in my moments of of, of peaceful mind state as well. I just kind of do it where I'm kind of like mentally maxed out. I find myself, you know, what I'm saying um, participating in some some meditation practices and stuff. So that's one of the things I, I would like to increase is, is is doing that on a more consistent basis, not just waiting until I feel as though I'm at a um, at a, at a, at a pivot point of my, of my mental my mental health.
3: Mm -hmm. I'm with you on that too, man. Um, I've been doing a lot more uh, meditation, stretching. I, I, I uh, I try to stretch more. I, 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 you know, I, I get done, uh, you know, working out. Um, I feel like it it helps prevent a lot of injuries. It helps prevent, uh, you know, cramping um i feel more fluid feel more flexible more 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 agile and, and when i and when i stretch it, it i i turn everything off i mean I, I turn off my phone um i just i just get to a quiet place and it really allows me a time to just shut the world off i feel like a lot of times there's just so much going on i mean there's all these moving parts and Got these electronics, you know. You got your phone. You know, you have family. I mean, it's just it's like a constant pulling. You know, it's like every day you have a different hat you're putting on. You know, you you know you're an employee. You know, you you you're a son. You know, you're you're a brother. You know, you you're you're everything to everybody. And Mm -hmm. those times where you know I I I get to a quiet place, I, I shut the world down. I'm able to get into my own space and really think about really what, at the end of the day, you know, what makes me happy, you know what, cause at the end of the day, you know, I mean, if you can't look yourself in the mirror and be happy with yourself, I mean, you're not going to be good for anybody. So I feel like those times, you know, it's really Preach. beneficial for me, you know, to just really get those moments. You know, I think it's very important. I feel like, I feel like we're, we're so, at least with me, you know, it's, I have this electronic device that's just tied to me. So those times where you know uh, I really just shut everything down, it, it it does me so good, you know, to just kind of just be able to unwind and mm-hmm. it's like a reset button for me, mm-hmm. you know. And it, and it helps, and it helps really, it really helps my day, you know. It's it's, it's really, you know, getting that 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 moment in the morning. It really gives you a chance to really, you know, plan out your day, you know, organize your thoughts. That um, also, and uh, I feel like just spending a lot more time not trying to be out about, you know, trying to learn how to sit still in the house has been beneficial. Mm -hmm. Sobriety is very important, you know, just, you know, drinking. You know, I feel like a lot of times, you know, I, I found myself parking my car running in, taking a dash in the Walmart or something, coming back out and forgetting where the hell I parked at. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, man, that's mm-hmm. like, that's something like older people do, you know? Like mm-hmm. I'm a young man, you know, I'm coming out, I'm like, where the hell did I park at? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm out there trying to, I'm having to chirp my my, my, chirp, my, chirp. my key fob. Yeah, like where <laughs> I park at, you know? So little things like that. And I know it's just just the, the distractions of the day and just everything going on. You're so busy, you know, um, meditation. I'm with you on that one, bro. Like meditation is it's important.
0: And Mark, where are you at when it comes to the mental? Um, what you do? Is there anything you would discontinue? Anything you would rev up? Anything you would or keep the way it is now, um, the way you have it now. How does that work for you?
1: Um, I I think I'm in a good place.
0: Mm-hmm. Um I would say that there was something to answer my own question. Physically, um, I know that I have to put down the smoking again, the cigars again, and I know I can do it because I've done it before. The last time I did it, it lasted for 13 years, and that's something I'm going to have to do, and it's going to have to be fairly, fairly soon. Um, I don't drink in the way that I drank before, but I probably have a little more than what I should even now. Um, That's something that I'm going to, uh, I would like to cut down on. And I know that I'm going to cut down on. Um, but, but the, the biggest thing to me at the moment is the mental. So, um, I tried meditating. My mind is just, I don't know how people do it. My mind is too loud. Uh, but I'm, I'm figuring out ways to do it. I think that my meditation is reading and writing when I can right now. And, um, Audiobooks, books, music, those are, are my forms, comic books, novels, those are my form of meditation. And I guess I hadn't really thought about it, but jogging and speed walking, my dog, uh, the people that I love, interacting with them, my family and friends, uh, those are ways, uh, routes to meditation for me. I guess I just have never thought of it in that way, thought of those things in that way, but those are the things that calm me and that and um, see me in a in a, in a place that's as balanced as I'm as balanced where I'm as balanced as I'm going to be. Um, mentally, the thing, and, I, and I've pretty much done this, but there are a couple of lingering uh, aspects, uh, coming to understand that there are things that happen in this world that I cannot impact in a positive way. The things that have occurred in my life, and things that are occurring in the lives of folks that I love, and of you know, in our country and, and abroad, the world at large, that I cannot control. Um, so I would like to be just a little bit more adept at uh, accepting those things that I cannot change, and 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 being not necessarily okay with them being the way that they are, but accepting them and doing the best I can to impact the people that I love, uh, myself, the world in positive ways, because I carry around a lot of stress on a kind of those things. Um, so being able to be in a more relaxed uh, state of acceptance, more consistently, that's what I would like. If anything is contributed consistently down the course of my life, particularly my adulthood to higher blood pressure is that and not having a route or or rather not engaging with the routes to get there actively and consistently that's the thing that um that's the biggest thing that i would like to change the other things that i was speaking about smoking and to a degree alcohol um those are things that i've stopped doing before so i know that i can stop doing those things um when when the time comes when I'm ready. But the thing that I've always done is uh internalized uh things that I can't change and and the stress that is extremely stressful to me. If I see a friend or a family member going through something, I, I want to help. I want to help. I want to fix it. If I see a, a homeless person, I want to help. I want to give them money. I want to give them time and attention. I want to give them my ear. If uh someone dies um that's the thing i I had the hardest time accepting that so mm-hmm. i know that i will never get to a point where i'm where i'm okay with those things occurring but i would love to get to a point when where um at which i can fully accept them and not internalize uh that those things which come with it if, if that makes i'm sure that that makes sense in fact uh that's not what happy. i would like yeah, that's what i would like to change because it is a detriment to my overall mental health and i can feel like you were saying earlier mark about the cheese and as i was saying about the meat uh, i can feel when that's i can feel the, the come down i can feel the pull. it's, a, it's an emotional gravity it's like a uh, an emotional black hole there are times when it gets when it gets to be very unbearable um so that's something that I'm more than anything else that I'm wanting to change, and I hope I'm able to successfully alter in the po- in a positive manner in the future. You know.
1: Satellite. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, yeah, fellas. Yeah. All right, Have a um, good night, bro. Right, Take right. it easy. All right. All right.